What's up, aliens? It's Big Al. Welcome to another Dumb Sports Empire. I am back. Large and in charge, I am back. Long hiatus. Long, long hiatus. I think my last show was after the Super Bowl. And now it's April 14th, April 15th. Um, thanks for listening. Um, a lot going on. So I, I don't really do this. I usually keep it light, keep it in sports. But um, I'm going to tell the story of my past couple months real quick before I get to what I missed in the sports world and NFL free agency. We had baseball lockout. Um, a lot of stuff happened the past couple months. So um, just real quickly. So I had my kid November 20th. She's almost five months now. Um, the second day I got back from paternity leave in January, it was like January 10th or something like that. Uh, my company announced that they were shutting down my plant and I wasn't going to have to a job after April 1st. So um, already right there, kind of kind of bummed. It was a rough couple of days, but I mean, after that, you kind of just accept it, keep doing your job. They actually gave us a really good severance. Um, so I got a good severance. I got all my vacation paid out. I got a bunch of stuff kind of incentivized. So um, it was actually wasn't like the most terrible thing ever. So I knew everything was going to be okay. So... Um, this company in central California, I'm from Southern California, this company in central California kind of hits me up on LinkedIn a couple days before they told us. And I just assumed everything on LinkedIn is like almost spam. So, um, I never responded to anything on LinkedIn, but to this one, I responded. They just hit me up saying, Hey, if you're looking for a career change or anything like that. And she was just a recruiter at this company in central California, kind of like the central Valley, um, for all my East coast friends, like 30 minutes from Fresno that's like the big city out here. Um, so it's kind of like this agricultural area, the San Joaquin Valley, all of central California, um, kind of in between the Sierra Nevada mountains and the ocean. Um, so they hit me up and I responded and then they ended up bringing me out. They put me up in a, in a hotel room. They, um, paid for all my stuff. They brought me out. It was kind of cool. They paid for everything. They gave me, um, really good. It was like, I felt like a free agent. I literally felt like I was being wined and dined in 69 to come out here. And so um had a great experience out here. And then my company wanted me to transfer to South Carolina. So it was between Central California and South Carolina. Shockingly, I didn't get like any interviews in my area in Southern California. So um, I don't know, it was just weird with how like everyone says every restaurant you go to or a bunch of different places. Like, oh, we need workers right now. We need workers right now. Everyone's suffering with short staffing. But I didn't get interviews for any kind of management positions or anything like that. So um, I'm a manager in a factory besides being a, a full-time podcaster. So um, I work in a dog food factory. The um, So my one in San Bernardino closed. And then um, I chose to move to Central California. It's kind of like agriculture. So I went from like city in the desert, kind of like 60 miles from L.A., about 70 miles from San Diego, Hustle and bustle, Southern California to agriculture, farming, dairies, orchards, different stuff like that. So it's like a huge, I've lived down there my whole life. So it's been like a huge adjustment, but, um, this company created a position just for me and they brought me up to be a, um, production manager. So I got a promotion from being a regular shift manager to production manager. Um, they gave me the salary I asked for. They didn't even like they didn't even fight me on it. They just gave me exactly what I asked for. They um, 
helped relocate me. They did like, they went above and beyond. So um, this free agency thing was great. My free agency is over. So now I've moved up here to Visalia, California. So now your spicy sports takes are coming from Central California, not Southern California. But we're in our new house. Life is good. I start work on Tuesday. Um, just really, really special time for me. You know, I love doing this podcast. It's been a great hobby of mine. I think you should set goals for yourselves. So, I mean, I'm not, I was never this person, but now I've kind of gone through it where when I was in college, I wanted to make a certain salary. I had a number in my mind when I graduated from college. I was like, if I make this salary before I retire, then I'll have achieved my goal. And I guess I set that bar really low because I hit this salary with this job and I actually went $20,000 over the salary. So, um, huge, huge, like pay bump for me, huge improvement, promotion, very exciting stuff. So I'm just, my little inspiration for, for now is just set goals, set like realistic goals for yourself. As I set that goal, I hit it at 29 years old. Um, so life has been great to me. Now I, I got to set new goals. I want to, I think by the time I'm 40, I'm 29 right now. Um, by the time I'm 40, I'm going to be the CEO of a company. Maybe 45. That's a, that's a bit much. But I got to set another goal. I like getting off that production floor and being an executive and then getting the CEO after that. But um, whether it's my own company or someone else's company, I want to be a CEO by the time I'm 40. So say it out loud. Speak those into the world. Speak your your goals into the world, no matter what you're doing, whether you're selling car parts, whether you're selling cow shit, you know, whatever it is, just set, set your goal, what you want to do. And thank you for listening to my podcast. I mean, this, like I said, it's a hobby, but maybe I can hopefully turn it into a career someday. And then I'll be the CEO of my own podcast company. So there we go. Speak it into existence. So that's where I've been the past couple months. Um, yeah, I was, I was pretty down. After finding out that I wasn't like looking for a new job, I I was kind of doing production manager work at a shift manager salary for a while, almost a year, just trying to, I don't know, I was waiting for them to post the position so I could go for it and become a production manager in my own company, but it, it never really happened, which is cool, because um, now I've, I've seen such increase in my life that I know it was all for a reason, so um, yeah, things work out, you know, things really work out, and just... Don't be down. You can be down for a little bit, but just get back up and make shit happen for yourself, you know? All right, there's my there's my story. That's where I've been the past couple months. Um, a little bit of a low, then a really big high. So life has been great. Like I said, I had a second daughter. I believe I talked about it on the podcast before. It's been so long, I don't even know what I talked about. But we've had a lot happen. I mean, the NFL offseason, full effect. The draft is in two weeks from tonight. The... Major League Baseball had like a whole lockout that no one gave a shit about, and all of a sudden they're they're playing again. Um, the Masters. I watched three out of the four days of the Masters, which is insane because I never really watched golf. I usually watch the Sunday of the Masters, maybe the last couple hours. I watched Thursday, Friday, kind of skipped Saturday because my in laws were out here, and then I watched Sunday. I loved it. The Masters. It wasn't like the most intense Masters ever, but um, I loved it. You know, let's just jump right into, let's jump right into 
um what's kind of happened recently that's kind of <laughs> really really fun the long-suffering washington commanders first of all they changed the name to the commanders i don't know if we talked about that on the podcast yet um kind of a I would I preferred the Washington football team, but now the Washington Commanders. I wanted them to be the Red Tails the whole time. The Red Tails, of course, were the Tuskegee Airmen from World War II, the squadron of black fighter pilots. I think that would have been a very cool name. But they settle on the Washington Commanders. Alright? So that's whatever. Now you got your owner who has been under investigation for sexual harassment, sexual assault, different kinds of things. Um, that was the whole thing that came from the Gruden investigation. It wasn't investigating Gruden. They were investigating Washington's president, Dan Snyder, or CEO, owner, whatever he is. Dan Snyder for different sexual harassment emails, text messages, different things like that. So that whole investigation was going on. They found Gruden with the the racist, sexist, homophobic emails, so they shit-canned Gruden. Now Snyder's finally getting what's coming to him. They didn't find any of that shit with him, I guess, somehow. They had, like, what, 600,000 emails or something like that that they were going through? Somehow they don't find anything. But they did find that this man was not sharing his profits with the other owners of the league. Now, what does that mean? The NFL has 32 teams, 32 owners. Obviously, if if you've got a team coming to play you, it's not 100% your fans, right? No matter what stadium you're in, you get think of the loyal fans that sell out their their stadiums all the time, um, the Cowboys, you know, different different fans like that fan bases. They sell out their stadiums all the time. It's never 100% of fans that are Cowboy fans in that stadium. It's never going to be like that. It's just impossible, right? So the owners split revenue between themselves for these different games, the different away games. They split the revenue. So Dan Snyder, the owner of the Washington Commanders, has been lying about how much money they're actually making from these games. He hiked ticket prices and then didn't tell other owners how much money he was actually making, which is hilarious because now it's fraud. This man's going to go to jail. He will go to jail for not sharing how much money he's making and not sharing it with the other owners. At minimum, he's going to lose this team. There is no way in my mind I see Dan Snyder keeping the Washington Commanders. There's absolutely no way. Because all the owners have to vote. They vote you in as an ownership group, and they vote you out as an ownership group. There's going to be 31 other owners sitting at (laughs) these owner meetings that they go to. Like, this motherfucker did not tell us the money he was making so he could not share as much money with us. That's insane. No other owner is going to be happy with that, taking money out of their pockets, out of their team's pockets, out of their fans' pockets. It's awesome. (laughs) It's just funny watching. I mean, I've had the pleasure of being a Steelers fan, so I kind of have like one of the most stable organizations in in football. Ownership all the way down, family-owned team. Um, They aren't known for doing bullshit like this. That's been very kind um, to the fans like us. The... um, (laughs) this <laughs> is all bad. He might he might end up in jail for fraud. At minimum, he loses the team. Now he's done different things to try and um, try and I don't make these better. He made his wife the the president of the team or something like that. So um, I don't know if he's shifting blame or if he's trying to make it look like he's trying to improve. But this man's an idiot. Now look for the Washington Commanders 
as well as the Denver Broncos, I believe, are up for sale. The Washington Commanders probably going up for sale here very soon. Now, I don't know if it's going to be like a Steve Ballmer situation where they force him to sell or they just take it from him. I don't know if they can do that. Can the government seize a, a $4 billion football team, $3 billion football team? I don't know. That's interesting. It's probably something I should research. But um, absolutely nuts. He's going to get forced out at minimum. Forced out. That makes room for guys like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk to come in and, and buy a team. I don't think Elon Musk has any interest, but I've heard Jeff Bezos wants to get into buying teams. He was um, in consideration for the Denver Broncos, but we'll actually see if that's just rumor or if that's actually a real thing that's going to happen. Um, sticking with football, we'll go over the free agents real quick because there was some shit that went down in free agency that cracked me up. I just got a pop-up for <laughs> Brittany Griner being in Russian prison. That shit sucks. Why would you ever travel with drugs? I saw this one. Um, who was it? It was the middle ball brother when he stole the shoes in China. He got Trump had to bail him out of Chinese jail. Like, why would you ever mess with anything internationally? I went to Barbados, what, five years ago, maybe four or five years ago. And they were like, I kept seeing these horror stories about tourists trying to buy weed from um, undercover cops. And then they spent like years in jail in Barbados. Like, how do you how do you come back to America and try to get a job after that? Like, that's insane. Getting stuck out there in Beijing jail. Forget that. So I was, I'm not like a drug guy anyway, but I was like scared. I was like, are there undercover cops running around trying to arrest people for, arrest tourists for all these kinds of different stuff? So Brittany Griner runs into freaking Russia, who we haven't had a great relationship with probably for a long time, probably for over a hundred years. She runs into Russia with, I don't know, CBD oil or something like that. Stuck in Russian prison. That blows. Those of you who don't know, Brittany Griner's a WNBA player. One of the better ones. Probably the the person I remember the most. I think she was just in the Olympics for Team USA. So she's one of the better ones. She's tall. She set the record at Baylor for like most dunks in college women's college basketball history or something like that. She was dunking all the time because she's so tall. I think she's like 6'8". So it's pretty easy to dunk when you're 6'8". But not a lot of dunking going on. Especially from Russian prison. So NFL free agents. Let's go over. First things first on NFL free agents. Aaron Rodgers, kind of a bitch. Now, Packers fans, close your ears. You lost Devonta Adams, that sucks. But Aaron Rodgers dragged this whole thing out for a year and a half. And me being a Steelers fan who was in the running for Aaron Rodgers, I was appalled. I was absolutely appalled. I was upset that he was doing this to me. Just to go back to the team, you said you couldn't stand the executives. You couldn't stand the front office. Oh, poor Aaron Rodgers goes to Hawaii with his freaking fiance Shailene Woodley. Doesn't like the Packers anymore. Comes back, plays the season with them. They lose their first playoff game. They don't even make it to the second round. Boo-hoo, Aaron Rodgers. Then he just comes back, decides it's a good thing. And Devontae Adams immediately skips town, goes to Las Vegas with to reunite with Derek Carr. And make the most money any receivers ever made. So, Aaron Rodgers is a bitch. Let's just go through these big ones here. You got Von Miller. Old Von Miller, who is definitely past his prime. Getting a six-year, $120 million deal in Buffalo. That was a mistake. J.C. Jackson was kind of a big one going to the Chargers. Um, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk flossed the freaking Jacksonville Jaguars. 
He absolutely scammed the Jacksonville Jaguars. He got four years, $72 million. He After that deal, he was the third highest paid receiver in the league behind DeAndre Hopkins and someone else. But then more and more deals started getting done. But Christian Kirk kind of reset the receiver market because that dude was the like third best receiver on the Cardinals last year. All of a sudden gets this massive deal. You got Devontae Adams going out there and get, I think, $27 million a year. Um, Stephon Diggs went out and got $26 million a year. Uh, who was the other one? Damn, that's going to kill me. Another big receiver that moved. It was Adams to the... Damn, that's going to kill me. Why can't I not think of the other big receiver that moved? Oh, it was Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill went and got a bunch of money from Miami. That's a pretty big one. But I think Christian Kirk kind of reset the receiver market. And now you got guys like Debo Samuel who deletes all his 49ers Instagram posts and hoping he can get $25 million a year because he's a freaking weapon. But Christian Kirk set these guys up to get paid. Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs. Thank Christian Kirk. Randy Gregory, five years, $70 million with Denver. That's kind of weird because that guy's been busted for pot like 30 times. So I don't even know how much he'll play. Uh, Chandler Jones to the Raiders. The Raiders had a good offseason. They had to because the Chargers got Khalil Mack. And then they got um, J.C. Jackson. So their offense was good. They kind of beefed up their defense. So now the Raiders go out and get Chandler Jones, who had five sacks in the game first game of the season last year. Bobby Wagner to the Rams is kind of big. He's from Southern California, so that's kind of cool. He's from like 10 minutes from my house. Um, I think that's it, really. Those are all the interesting ones. I'm like going down the list, and it's like, who cares? Was that all the big trades? I think that was all the big trades. Mitch Trubisky in Pittsburgh. I like that deal. That's the last one I'll talk about, because there's nothing else that's really super entertaining. But... Mitch Trubisky to Pittsburgh, I like it. Two years, $14 million deals. They did not overspend. That's, it's not backup quarterback money. Backup quarterbacks probably make like $2 million a year, um, good ones. But two years, $14 million. We're not asking him to be a superhero. This guy's got a massive ceiling. He's a number two overall pick. Had some flashes of brilliance in Chicago. Had some bad times too. It wasn't all his fault. Um, we use him as a bridge quarterback Either draft a quarterback this year in two weeks or next year's quarterback class is supposed to be super strong with um, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Spencer Rattler probably coming out. Um, so, yeah, Mitch Trubisky. This is the first Steelers season where I'm like, first of all, it's, it was our course, first quarterback search in 19 years. We had Big Ben for 18, 19 years, something like that. So we were able to enjoy the consistency that came with having a Hall of Fame quarterback for 19 years. First quarterback search in my adult life. Don't even remember the Ben Roethlisberger search. It was so long ago. But I like not putting a ton of expectations on the Steelers this year. Because if I don't put a lot of expectations on the Steelers and Trubisky kind of balls out and kind of earns the starting spot for years to come, then it's like, okay, we'll... That, was, that went better than expected. And if he sucks, then it's like, okay, well, he's Mitch Trubisky, and that was kind of his last shot. So I love it. I love the fact that they did not overspend. I love the fact that 
Cleveland overspent on Deshaun Watson. The Deshaun Watson thing's funny just because it's they gave him two hundred thirty million dollars fully guaranteed, like the by far the most money ever guaranteed, which is absurd, considering that he had twenty two cases of sexual harassment against him, sexual assault against him. Now they didn't criminally charge him, but they um they're still out there. So if he does settle or if he does get the lawsuits that go through, then the NFL is going to come down with a hefty suspension. They have to at this point. I feel like it's gone on too long. Like, they're not criminally charging him, but they're, it's still up in the air. So he's going to get suspended one way or another. Ben Roethlisberger got four games. I think he settled with the, the girl. He got suspended for four games. Um, not similar situation because it was one girl as opposed to 22, but I wouldn't be surprised if Sean Watson got suspended for the whole year. He sat out all last year. I wouldn't be surprised if he got suspended this whole year. And the Browns paid $230 million for him. That's absurd. And the the whole moral thing comes into it. Like, is are the Browns, like, not caring about women because the freaking... Are they not caring about women because the, um... What is it? They just, like, overlooked 22 cases. And they said they, like, did a deep dive on it and everything like that. But, you know, okay. They gave up the world for him, too. Did they give up three first-round picks? Two first-round picks, three first-round picks, something like that. Absurd. The other big one on the move, Russell Wilson. Uh, that's kind of cool. The AFC West is stacked. You got the Chiefs, obviously, one of the best teams in the league. You got the Chargers, who are good. Now add Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson. Now you got Denver adding Russell Wilson um, with a good defense. Young receiver core. And then you got... Um, the Raiders now, Derek Carr. Derek Carr's decent, and then you got um, Josh McDaniels as their new head coach. They got Chandler Jones. They got Max Crosby signed to a deal. They've got Devontae Adams. They got Josh Jacobs. They got Darren Waller still. So the AFC West is just freaking stacked. Absolutely stacked. You got Baker Mayfield, who's still in the Browns technically, but he should be getting traded soon. Kind of hilarious situation. He came on a podcast recently and started talking about how um, he felt disrespected, yada, 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 because they went after Deshaun Watson. And then in the same podcast, I think he came out and said he um, he wishes he could go to someone's cubicle and start booing the shit out of them. Like he gets booed at his work every Sunday. Well, first of all, don't suck at your job. Second of all, you make $19 million. And they picked up your fifth-year option, so you're going to make $19 million regardless this year. Maybe not even be on a team and make $19 million. But the Browns pick up your fifth-year option, go after another quarterback, you get $19 million. So if I was paying you that much, I spent the number one overall pick on you, and you weren't providing what you were supposed to provide, I'd boo the shit out of you too. You can come to my, my factory, and if I'm not doing a good job, you can boo me. But I will never in my life make $19 million. Like, it's probably not going to happen. This dude's going to make it in one year for probably not even playing. I guess all the NFL stuff I got. It's not even NFL season. I just missed two months of NFL free agency. The draft's coming up. I did a I did a mock draft last year on my blog. Um, I'll see about that this year. I start my new job on Tuesday, so it's probably going to get really busy for me. Um, at my old job, I could kind of blog at work on my work laptop and just email it to myself, put it on my website, but... Uh, maybe different now. I might try to do a, um, I might just try to 
what's it called? Do the damn, I'm just losing my train of thought. Try to do the mock draft and then just explain all my picks. I usually try to do it anyway. So, um, the Masters were great. Congrats to Scotty Scheffler who came out of absolutely nowhere. Um, Tiger Woods is back. That was kind of cool. Looked like he was in pain most of the week, but I mean, those first two rounds I watched. I watched those first two rounds of his. He looked awesome. I think he was plus one, making the cut. Good for him. But then, of course, plus 13. Is that what he ended at? Yikes. Scotty Scheffler's come out of nowhere to be, like, this dominant golfer the past month. Ever since the Super Bowl. So, that's kind of cool. NBA playoffs going on right now. The playing games are going on. I'm going to... I With the move and with everything... I've been really bad at watching sports the past couple of months, so I'm going to get back to doing that. This is about the time I get really into basketball anyway. It's during the playoffs right when they start. So I got my Bucks defending world champions, looking at my Giannis Antetokounmpo Funko Pop right now. Love that man. Um, I'll get back into basketball. We got baseballs going on. Baseball had a baseball had like a four-month lockout, and no one really gave a shit. They started canceling games, and no one really gave a shit. Ah, baseball, man, I gotta get it together. Baseball used to be my fa- second favorite sport. Now it's like I'm watching this. I thought basketball was going on tonight, so I was gonna have basketball playing while I was um, recording this, but no basketball. So I'm just watching a Padres versus Braves game. And the Padres are winning twelve to zero. So I should pick a winner. Pick a World Series. Uh, I don't know, man. I think the Dodgers are always a safe bet to go to the World Series just because how good they've been recently. Oh, let's talk about. Brian Roberts, or Dave Roberts, taking Clayton Kershaw out with a a perfect game through seven innings. So, a couple days ago, Clayton Kershaw's done a perfect game through seven innings, and his manager, Roberts, pulls him from the game. Now, if this is a no-hitter, there have been a lot of no-hitters. There were like seven or eight no-hitters last year. If this was a no-hitter, like, take him from the game. If you If you care about his health so much, take him from the game. That's fine. This is a perfect game. I saw a stat there have been 220,000 MLB games in history and only 23 perfect games. 220,000 to 23 perfect games. That's nuts. So, it's got a perfect game through seven. One of the best pitchers in baseball. As an Angels fan, I can admit that. One of the best pitchers in baseball. You pull him after seven innings, and then Clayton Kershaw defends him. He's a good team player. I wouldn't have been after this, but he's a good team player. He says... Um, yeah, I didn't get the the proper spring training because of the lockout. I didn't get a proper warm up session um, before we started playing games. Like, you can say that that's cool, but I think you're full of shit. Clayton Kershaw, what thirty two, thirty three years old, been dominating the league for well over a decade. Um, you know your routine. You don't need to go to spring training and throw at live batters. Like, you know your routine. You've been in the league for a long time. You've been dominating the league for a long time. You know how to get yourself ready. You know yourself better than anybody, better than any of those coaches at spring training, any of those trainers, anybody. You know. And you should have fought tooth and nail, absolute tooth and nail, to stay in that game and get six more outs for a perfect game. He was only 80 pitches. Pitchers go, what, a minimum of 100. If you're throwing a perfect game, I'd let you go probably to 115, 120. Minimum of, of 100. At least let him get closer to 100. 80. 
80 through 7 is incredible. That's like, what, 11 pitches an inning? That's nuts. Unbelievable that Roberts pulled him. That's a perfect game, dude. You got to let that go. You got to let it ride. Especially with how much baseball suffering. You can't have a manager pulling a guy after 7. You should have had freaking Rob Manfred call that dude up and try to get him back in the game. Just for the good of baseball. Purely for the good of baseball. I think that's all I got. If I missed anything from the last couple months and you want to hear me talk about it on the podcast, do me a favor. Just comment on Instagram at Another Dumb Sports Empire. Um, my Twitter at Big Bad Behringer. Um, I'm back on Facebook because I want to keep up with some people from my old job. But um, yeah, if you like the show, just interact with me online. If you want to know about something that happened the past couple of months and my takes on it, um, just interact with me online. If I see a comment, I'll put it up on the next show. Um, I don't know if I'll be doing two shows a week right now because you know football is my big thing. So I get really into football. Two shows a week during football for sure. I'll see if I go back to my schedule of two shows a week, even during the off season. But um, yeah, just thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to my personal story in the beginning. I uh, appreciate you guys. Love always. Remember, Iowa sucks. <laughs>